Welcome to the On The Gold Podcast. Today's topic, when to put down the detector with Chris Ralph. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of On The Gold. And today, in the continuing series with Mr. Chris Ralph, we are going to be discussing when to put down the detector. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. All right. I'm so glad to have you back. I'm really looking forward to this series. This is a makeup of one that we started and we just simply, the audio just fell apart. I've had an awful lot of messages asking when this is going to be coming up as a follow-up for your original podcast, which, man, you talk about going down a lot of rabbit holes. We definitely did do that. Right. We're going to try and separate it out into series of discrete rabbit holes exactly exactly yeah let's let's find let's find the right gopher holes and that lead to the rabbit holes and we'll go to there so today when to put down the detector kevin sat and did nothing but take notes i think he finally spoke up about two-thirds of the way through that podcast but he was writing down note after note after note because he has now found that detecting is his new passion now that he's in detecting, he actually didn't realize when to put it down. So let's just start out and just jump right into it. Chris, when do you put down the detector when you're out in the field? Hey, whenever I think that I can get more gold another way. So, you know, I we had talked about this and I basically said that, you know, detecting and dry washing or detecting and sluicing or high banking, they all go together. They feed off each other. And, you know, if you, you can cover a huge amount of ground with your detector. And if you get into a patch or something like that where there's a, a decent amount of gold, you know, a lot of times there's some fine gold with it that no metal detector is ever going to see. And so digging it up and running it through, like I say, a high banker or dry washer, depending on where you are, uh, can result in getting a whole lot more gold. I've had a lot of experience where that really has benefited me. I think anybody that's doing this for any period of time that uses their detector as a tool that has the other tools in the toolbox will know that, you know what, there comes a point. And I love the remark that you made. You were out there working with your detector and you were getting into smaller and smaller and smaller pieces of gold. And you realized that you were dry washing with your metal detector. I just, I thought that was a great line. Yeah, no, it, it really was. And, and I remember thinking it to myself, I'm, I'm drying washing this spot with my metal detector, which is, <laughs> is not the way to go. You should dry wash with a dry washer because they kept getting smaller and smaller pieces. When I first found that patch, that patch was, I don't know, maybe six feet wide and 30 or so feet long. It was, it was literally the top of a little hill where uh, hydraulic miners had mined uh, on either side, you know, on either side, it dropped down and the top of the rise where they didn't work, um, there was some good gold left there. And, uh, I had, had found some nice nuggets and, and spent a number of days to, uh, digging and taking nuggets out. And there was quite a lot of dirt that I dug aside. And, and I thought, you know, and it kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller pieces until I was getting, you know, just stuff that was only a grain or two. And, uh, I finally decided that this is not the way to do this. I really should just get my dry washer and uh, carry it up here and, and throw all the loose dirt that I've dug out of the holes. Cause see you, you dig those nuggets that you find 
yeah, there's probably some fine gold in the the dirt that you dug out, even though you've checked it with your detector and you can't see anything with the detector. There's there's fine gold that a uh, dry washer or, like I say, a high banker could recover that uh, no detector really is going to see. Right. I don't think I've, I think I've only had myself only one or two patches that I got into where I absolutely could not find any small gold. Yeah, I've heard of a couple of ones like that. I know of a guy uh, that you and I both know that years ago he found uh, a patch in Nevada where he told me I think he got like 300 nuggets out of a small area. Mm-hmm. And so he and so he decided uh, to bring in a dry washer and he brought in a dry washer and I think he found three or four little nuggets that he'd missed with his detector and maybe a penny weight of fine gold. Well, it just wasn't worth the effort. Right. Yeah. I, I, there, there is, there is the return on investment or the diminishing returns. Diminishing returns is more, I think more yeah. in the lines of that. And you have to know when to walk away, but it's, you know, I, I but I, I've had a couple of places where I found, where I found two or three nuggets and did a little dry panning and actually ended up having more in fine gold than I did in, in actual nuggets. Yep, yep. And then the other thing that goes with it is checking the walls of your hole when you're done digging. So mm-hmm. you, it, it, whether even if you didn't start with uh, a metal detector and, and you didn't start working a, a known patch, if you started digging someplace that looked good and you were getting decent gold, you really need to check the walls of that hole, the bottom of the hole, the walls of the hole with your metal detector because, uh, you know, in, in the base of the hole, you think you're getting into bedrock and sometimes there's little cracks, crevices that are so small, you're really not even seeing them. They're not really noticeable. And yet gold can be thin and work its way down into those little cracks and crevices and your metal detector doesn't have any problem seeing it. I've done that where I've cleaned off a, a base of bedrock, thought that I was fully done, but realized I needed to check with the detector. I did that once and got a quarter ounce nugget. Um, another time I detected the wall, and it seemed like there was a very faint target in the wall, and uh, I decided to go ahead and dig it, and uh, it, 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 it dug a little bit and it got louder, so then I knew there was a really target, a real target out in the wall, and I dug and dug and ended up with a half ounce nugget. Now, is that the piece that you were talking about that you heard it and then you went and grabbed a different detector and checked it from the surface and yes. you definitely knew that there was a target there? Yeah, I, 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 de- I detected it first with the uh, SDC 2300, and but it was really faint. And I, I was wondering in my mind whether it was a ground noise or something else. So I got, uh, I had my GPZ 7000 with me and the, the truck wasn't far away, so I grabbed grabbed it out of the truck and went over the top with it. And sure enough, the the seven thousand said there was something underneath there. So I started digging into the wall, and then of course it got louder and louder, and eventually out popped the half ounce nugget. Right now, let's let's take that one and go a little bit further. If you're yeah. somebody that's out there with a single machine, and that's the only machine that you have, and and if you if you hear that signal and you're not sure what it is, you dig. You've got to dig. You have to dig. Yep. I wasn't going to walk away from that target, considering that I was digging in a hole where I'd found nuggets within, 
within 10 feet of where that uh, half ounce nugget was, I found a nugget a little over an ounce. Mm -hmm. So, so I knew I was at a good spot, right? Right. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, so you're not going to walk away from something like that. <laughs> no, in, in an area like that, I, I just have a rule of thumb. If I hear a signal, if I hear anything that even sounds like a signal, I'm digging until it either comes out of the ground or it just completely disappears. It's right. It's it's a little bit of time. It's just a little bit of time. Where else would you put down the the detector and go back to any sort of other type of of prospecting or mining? When there really isn't enough coarse gold to set off a detector or to be something that you found. I was recently uh, up in Montana with a, a friend who has a gold and sapphire mine. The, the gravels that he mines contain both gold and sapphires. But the gold is, I mean, he's got some pieces. He showed me some pieces that he had, specimens and things that were larger size that certainly would set off any metal detector. But the bulk of the gold that he finds is so small that uh, the most sensitive detectors that you and I know about would barely set off these on these little flakes if the flake was right close to the, the coil of the detector. Right. So it's really not a great place to be, um, to be, you know, metal detecting simply because there's just not enough coarse gold. But in spite of that, there's actually some decent gold. I mean, the amount of gold that he has total in the ground is pretty good, but it's too fine for, for metal detecting. So, yeah, good place for high banking, or as he was doing, he was running uh, a sluices and jigs and uh, um, centrifugal wheels or centrifugal uh, centrifugal bowls. Yeah, the smaller version of the Knutson. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was that type. <laughs> now, this is one thing that's that's always driven me crazy, and I, and I really want to know what your thoughts are. I've been researching an area. I know that I want to go in because of my research and, and looking at different things. I have the plan of going in with my metal detector because reading, I've, I've read about nuggets and different things like this. And when I load my, when I load my truck or load my side by side, if it's a dry area, I'm throwing my dry washer in with this, or I'm throwing something into where I can do some testing and sampling to me. And this is my opinion. I think if you just take your, the, your detector, throw it in the truck and drive all this way on an area that you're researching only to detect you're missing so many up so many other opportunities. I, I would, I guess that I, I would normally go out with my detector and then just take a few buckets and some screens or something like that enough that I could take a decent sample and see, you know, whether there was an issue is, uh, you know, sometimes bringing in a dry washer, depending on what dry washer you have. I used to have a little tiny uh, uh, bellows one that was very portable. The dry washer I have now, it, it's uh, got a 12-volt uh, motor, or 12 volt, but powered by a 12-volt motor. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's heavier, and there's more to it. And so I think I just normally take a few samples and see what I got. And then if... If it shows good, then yeah, bring in the dry washer. Yeah, I think that, and, and you're right, that does become the equipment that you have. I, I I have a dry washer that is a bellows dry washer that folded up 
the body of it fits in a five gallon bucket. So for me to throw that in and take that out with me, it's just not that big of a deal. You know, the legs and everything else in another five gallon bucket, but yeah, that's true. That is true. I guess it depends on what you have, what, what tools you're bringing to the dance. Right. Exactly. And I guess the whole point of when to put down the detector is to use all the tools you've got available. And what's the most important tool that you have available? Well, your mind and what you know, your knowledge, but, uh, you know, as far as equipment, use all the equipment you have to get the best results that you can get. Right, right. And I, I, I this kind of is and but isn't, and this kind of goes down a little bit of a different rabbit hole, but I, I see so many people and I know that you see so many people that go into an area where it's been known for gold, but they're not necessarily looking at an area that in that particular area, but they, I I'm going to say they just, they jump out of the truck, they grab their detector and they just head out across everywhere without any real plan. I do you, I plan when I'm going to go detecting, I pretty well have a plan of what I'm going to do. Are you the same way? Oh yeah. No, you, you have to go out and scout an area and, uh, you know, sort of set a priority of, okay, well, this looks good, but over here, this looks better. So I'll try the better one first. And then if that, if not, then we'll go over to this other one and, you know, just kind of set some priorities of, uh, things you want to take a look at. Right. Yeah. And I'll, there are a lot of times I'll see something in the ground and I, I won't even turn the detector on. I'll just set it down and I'll just start taking a walk and looking around at everything and then, and then plan of the plan or the sub plan and so on like that. I'll, I'll create those. And maybe I waste a little bit of time. I, 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 you know what? I grant it. I will. I will tell you that maybe I get overly analytical about it when I could have followed this trail and had my detector, but I'll take off down this track looking at something and I'll see something else and then I'll follow that. And then by the time I get back to where the detector is, I pretty well have an idea. Um, is it a waste of time? For most people, it might be. But for me, it's 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 always worked out. So I, I like that. Uh, I mean, my, my thing, if you're getting an, into a new area, is to look first and leap second. Um, too many people, like you say, they get to an area, the first place they find that seems to look okay, they drop their stuff and start digging. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, that's not always the best plan because I've had plenty of ones where I didn't, you know, where I didn't really make a plan in advance or didn't figure out what seemed to be the best priorities. And, you know, maybe at the end of the day, you notice something, ooh, ooh I should have gone over there. But I've already spent almost all the day doing something else. And so I don't have time to do that. Mm-hmm. Just have to come back another day. And, uh, you know, it's, it's better to hit the best areas first. Right. Right. And the gentleman that I took out yesterday were, and Rick got on, on his very first nugget. When we were down on the ground uh, in the low area, I asked both of them to tell me what they saw and just had them spend some time looking up to looking into the area. And they had, they had both looked at the area in a, in a great way, but it was very limited to what they could see. And then I, I just, I told them both, when we get up here on this ridge 200 yards away, then I want you to tell me what you're looking at. And when we got up there, they both said, wow, what we would have gone worked 
had we just stayed down there, thank God we didn't put on the, the blinders because we would have headed straight up there and we're standing right in the middle of the gold right here. So it, it was for them, it was a matter of, of not putting on the blinders, being able to look around and, and look at everything. So I guess making a plan is putting down your detector and, uh, and making a plan. I agree. So what are our takeaways? What, what do we want people to learn and understand from when to put down the detector? I, I guess that you want to maximize the gold that you take. And sometimes that's with a metal detector. Sometimes it's not. And you need to be need to keep an open mind to the, the different possibilities that are out there for you. Mm-hmm. To, and also to make a plan. And to make a plan. Really is that simple, isn't it? It's just a matter of good procedure. You know, uh, after you've hit your head against the wall a number of times, eventually <laughs> you figure out what the good procedure is, and then you realize it's good to stick to that. Yes. Anything else that you want to share on this subject? No, I think that covers it pretty good. Well, we're going to end the when to put down the detector. So remember, folks, when you're thinking about this, have a plan, make the plan, and understand and look around, and and don't close your mind. Don't look at it from one perspective and think that that is the only thing to do. All right, folks, thank you for joining us on this episode of On the Gold. Chris, thank you so very, very much. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I'm supposed to play the outro music here. I'm learning how to do all of this on this new board. And until we talk to you again, be good to yourself, have fun, and go prospecting. 